Blog Talk Radio. Podcast. This is Monday Rocks Hot Topics. We discuss discuss uh, DJ culture, nightlife, uh, you know, clubbing, all the cool stuff, man, all the cool stuff, and a lot of the stuff that goes on behind the scenes of that cool stuff. Um, a lot of people don't realize what a well-oiled machine it is, and sometimes it's supposed to be, and it isn't, uh, but most of the time it is. Anyway, I'd like to welcome, uh, without uh, further ado, my fantastic, lovely, impeccable co-host, the hostess with the mostest, DJ Miss Monday. Hello, DJ Miss Monday. And we have a special guest. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Hi, Miss Monday. I didn't know that button was working. It's been a couple of months, so uh, it's nice to be back on the show. I'm telling you, I had to dust everything off. Um, <laughs> well, you've been a busy lady. You have been a busy lady. For those uh, who don't know, and we have links. Um, we have links to everybody's websites, social media, all of that. Definitely follow DJ Miss Monday on Instagram. Um, and you will see, I don't think she has a day off. It, she's always doing something. And uh, it's crazy. <laughs> Well, yeah, this, uh, these last two weeks, everything opened back up in California, as you probably know. So these last two or this past week and this coming week is has uh, been just pure madness right now. I mean, I know I'm actually, with our guests this evening, I'm doing a lot of events with, with Lavenge, but, you know, there's other stuff that also outside of that. And uh, yeah, I mean, six gigs in two weeks is, is a pretty... Uh, <laughs> Pretty big accomplishment to have to come out of quarantine. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, and people, I don't know if the the common nightclub goer, you know, the civilians, people not in the business, actually realize very rarely will a DJ. I mean, it seems like they just, you know, they they come out of their cool cave and and show up to a club and everything's just good to go. You know, they they have everything. There's a lot of planning and, and, and preparation and whatnot that goes in, and, um, you know, it's involved. It is involved. And, um, sure, yeah. Well, and more, oh, yeah. most important, you get, you get to know your music. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's, absolutely. You know, like, you have to, like, the way that I, I am able to do six gigs in, in two weeks is just knowing where my music is for whatever the occasion is. So just knowing what a vibe you want to bring to the party. Because, for example, on uh, tomorrow night, I'm going to be DJing at a party. And I'm not sure if um, well, our guest this evening, uh, Lavenge, let's uh, introduce, go ahead and introduce Lavenge uh, yeah. as we get things going here. Yeah. Well, it's my party? first time meeting uh, DJ. Well, I'm bringing him on right now, uh, meeting uh, DJ Lavenge. Um, he's, he's, the coolest, though, I've been checking his stuff out online, and it's amazing. Um, so, yeah, let's mm-hmm. bring him in. Um, here he is, DJ LaVenge, out of L.A. 
Glad to be here. Fantastic. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. So, um, so, Ma- so, Manny, uh, you, you, this is a party tomorrow evening. Uh, the Jupiter presents that uh, I was just explaining how many different types of parties there are going on now that everything's open back up. It's at a lounge, and uh, I believe this is the first night you're doing this event on Tuesday at Queensbury downtown LA. Is that right? Yeah, so this is our first event in L.A. for uh, this bar that just reopened. Um, the Queensberry was known to be a kind of an upscale kind of bar slash lounge, really big in the whole R&B kind of lounge scene in the downtown L.A. And, um, yeah, we got in contact with them a couple weeks back, and then we planned out a day to come out and um, have my collective come in and just bring our DJs in and our vibe. And, you know, Miss Monday is one of our top DJs. She has a vibe. She brings great vibes to uh, the whole – any scene she brings. And – Specifically for a lounge scene, like, she's going to kill it. Um, really excited to do this. It's one of our first uh, official gigs outside of COVID. So, yeah, we put together a pretty big team and um, a pretty unique team. That's fantastic. Well, so, yeah, yeah you, have, you pretty much have things going on almost every night of the week now, don't you? <laughs> like, you have, like, a, your regular residencies at different <laughs> venues. Yeah, so this week we kicked off on um, – well, actually, last week we kicked off our Hip Hop Mondays, um, and this week we're going to continue Hip Hop Mondays. We're doing um, uh, a basement. So we're doing two shows on Tuesday, so one at the Queensberry and uh, one at the Lexington Bar as well. So the Queensberry is more of like the upscale kind of lounge scene. The Lexington's more of like that grunge, under kind of like underground L.A. scene that has like underground music, very bass-heavy, techno, house music, stuff like that. And then um, Thursdays, uh, we're doing our Jupiter Thursdays now. We have a new venue opening up. Um, our collective Jupiter is mainly about just music and freedom of music. So we do not tell DJs what to play. We have everyone, every DJ come in and do whatever they want. They're the curators of their own crowd and scene. And when you give them free reign to do whatever they want, you get to see them shine. And you get to see them really happy doing what they love to do. So I, re- I really make sure that Jupiter, what we're about, is making everyone just have the freedom to do what they're able to do, which is, you know, create, curate and bring bring good music to the scene. Nice. It's working out pretty darn nice. well lately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, well, and then I, on I, this Saturday. Say it again? Yeah. So, yeah, on this Saturday, then, we have, like, the, uh, your first desert party that you guys are exclusively throwing, right? I mean, this is your first um event that is, is this is your desert party yeah i'm pretty uh excited and terrified at the same time but um you know there's there's, there's a, a little bit of emotion for everything when it comes to these things it is my first um like festival music festival that i'm throwing myself uh well not myself me and my partner and my jupiter team it's a small team but we're very like hardworking. we know what we want and which is about curating the vibe and putting together these different collectives that do the same thing that we're doing and then creating a community that will sustain our our standards throughout, you know, the next coming years, which is, you know, freedom of music, culture, art, and really um, combining the underground and mainstream scene together. That's cool, man. That is cool. DJ Miss Monday, how do you like, I mean, that's got to be really cool to be working with a group that, that allows you such freedom, you know what I mean? Because I know you've done gigs before. I, I imagine all DJs have 
where it's real mm-hmm. restrictive. They're like, okay, here's a list. This is what you can play. And, you know, <laughs> definitely don't well, want any of this. None of yeah, that disco. So, um, no one wants to have any so, fun. Yeah, people who do do that, um, you know, they're, they're booking. Uh, it's a little bit more usually more corporate that sort of thing. And uh, Manny right. being Levenge being more underground. I mean, you know, but but like he is able to bridge the you know the mainstream as well. And uh, as actually at the last at desert party I played at his tent back in May, and um, I played with uh, my 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 homegirls, uh, the Bad Bitch crew, and um, and so we literally the place was packed. I'm, I mean, this was obviously before things officially opened back up, but. But um, we, the place was totally packed. It was like the biggest crowd I played for since I played Avalon right before lockdown last year. And um, wow. And so that was Manny's tent and uh, Lavenge's tent, and and it was like the, such an epic experience. I'm gonna be uh, posting up my promo video this week because Stevie Nicole's gonna be uh, emceeing with me on Saturday night for this upcoming perform uh the upcoming show the horizon festival and i want to do like give people a little bit of a taste of what the party was like last time because it was lit fantastic yeah, it was fantastic it was pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah it was that is awesome now uh dj levinch a little background. I mean, it's so cool. You're doing all these events and everything. Man, I wish I was. I'm three thousand miles away. I wish I was closer. I would definitely be hitting the scene. Um, how? What's your, what's your background? What's what's your story? How did you get into all this? Because it sounds pretty exciting, man. I mean, honestly, I've been DJing for probably like ten plus years now. Um, I started off doing lots of like quinceañeras, family parties, weddings. You know, like just normal stuff. Um, come around and then at the same time while I go to school uh, trying to earn my degree uh, working 9 to 5 and very unhappy you know I was honestly making more money DJing than I was working a 9 to 5 job but um, mm-hmm. school and DJing for the past few years since I graduated um, I'm only 27 so I've been doing this for like you know, since a few years back now um, ever since COVID hit though uh, one of my main issues was like the underground started like popping off like the underground like house music and the oh, underground yeah. scene but um, the thing is, I'm an open format DJ, so I, that means I play whatever genre you book me for. So I don't have a specific genre right. that I go and know, like DJ. And that was my biggest issue coming into the scene where people were like, well, we can't book you because you're not a dubstep DJ. You're not a house DJ. You're not this DJ, you know? And I'm like, well, I'm just a DJ. I just come here and make people dance in my job, you know? <laughs> That's right. why I, 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 I started Jupiter. And Jupiter was kind of like, right. I built my own platform for people like me that can just don't want to be in a box, you know, like the biggest thing in marketing in the industry is you got to like label yourself as something. And that's something that I was really kind of against, which is everyone told me you can't be against that. You have to label yourself. So I told myself, you know what, let me just create my own little bubble in the industry. And for the people who don't want right. to be labeled, they just be good DJs and do what they want to do. You know, they don't want to be like a, a house DJ and get stuck to this majority of people. Like you want to branch out to everybody, you know, and have, you know, you, you can be in any scene you want and enjoy it. You know, there's no, there's nothing stopping you. So I just created Jupiter for that. I can give the opportunity to people like me to continue DJing and be unique and just do whatever they want, you know? And that's the last year, that's pretty much all it's been, you know, just meeting um, all these amazing DJs, amazing artists, uh, producers, you know, um, 
just event goers, everyone, everyone in the scene has been beautiful, amazing, like a family almost, and it's very well connected, and everyone is really like about the music, and that's, that's really kind of just brought us all together. That's cool, man. That is cool. Let me ask you, Miss Monday. Um, now I know you guys mm-hmm. do a lot of, of desert parties, and um, is, is it? I mean, I, I imagine that there's there's technical issues, you know, getting music to play in a non um, club environment. You know, um, the great thing about a club is you just show up and it's it's mm-hmm. already set up. You know, mm-hmm. you have your infrastructure. Um, is the is the vibe? Is the scene? It, it it seems from the photos and the videos I've seen uh, a lot more, you know, kind of laid back, but still popping, you know what I mean? If that makes any sense. Um, it seems really cool. It doesn't seem so, as pretentious as a club environment. So, so the yeah. idea Maybe I'm seeing like, that wrong. The, the idea for the desert sure. is more kind of like a, it's kind of like a, how do you explain it? Like just a big get together rather than, like, an upscale kind of, like, because the L.A. scene is very, like, oh, we want to go buy bottles. Oh, we want to go look fancy. We want to do this. We want to have a specific look. But the desert scene is completely different. It's more about being yourself, letting loose. Absolutely nobody cares about your financials, like, where you you stand at, what kind of car you have. No one cares. Everyone's there about just meeting people, meeting cool people, and about the music. And it's really cool because what we do as Jupiter and just the desert events we've been doing, we've been setting the standards for underground events. Bringing you the L.A. sound, the quality where like, you still kind of get that aesthetic where, like, like our tent specifically is a club tent. So we literally bring out a club to the desert. So, like, you'll see other main stages where they have big stages, lights, platforms, everything. But my Jupiter tent is more like a club. So it's, like, inside of a tent, multiple tents, actually, a uh, stage, lighting, DJ booth, and um, during the day it becomes a lounge. So you have best of both worlds where, like, at night you have this raging club, and then during the day you have this, like, laid-back kind of like lounge, but all the DJs come in with their own unique sounds and make it a vibe. That's awesome. And it is. <laughs> it is a vibe indeed, right? Yeah. Such good times. Yeah, so, well, so you're definitely um, right. <laughs> in the L.A. scene, I mean, it's always, at least the last time, no, it's been a minute. It has been a minute. I will preface this by saying it. I, I haven't been clubbing in L.A., gosh, and, you know, eight years or something. Um, but it always seemed to be to me that it's definitely, you know, it's, it's about the bottle service and VIP and, and you're right. You, you, you need a wad, um, or at least everybody seems so. to think you need one, <laughs> but it, the desert party seemed way cool. <laughs> you know, I'd be totally down for that. That is awesome. It's more for like people do their own stages, you know, like looking good, you know, per se. Like you can still look good in the desert, and you can still be kind of pretentious if you want. But like, it's more about the people and the music in the desert. Where I still LA is more about your image, because in LA people more Mm. care more about their image and their brand than anything else. Whether like you know whether who you are, just you have an image to uphold. But in the desert, your image doesn't matter. You're like no one knows who you are. You're just there, you know, having a good time, and that's it. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. Well, that's yeah, cool. You were saying I didn't mean to cut you off this Monday. Mm-hmm. No, no, there's a lot of art going on out there at these events as well. And, uh, you know, just uh, other creative outlets. It's not even just about the music. It's about how they, people are dressing and doing their, you know, some people do just create costumes. Sometimes it's about, like, you know, just there's art exhibits. 
in these times. Yeah. And what else? Yeah, what it's else really big on the culture. Yeah, it's a whole cultural experience. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's completely different. <laughs> that is cultures cool. amazing, you know? It's a very, it's a very like music, arty, artsy kind of culture. Not artsy, artsy, but people have so much freedom of expression. You can come dressed in whatever or nothing. It doesn't matter. It's just more about freedom of expression and then showcasing your art. You know, like we have artists come out there. We have art galleries. Uh, we have like art structures, art cars, just different things that are like people make themselves. You know, out of nothing, and it's like beautiful to see how like the human mind works and what we can envision and make happen. Oh, that's so cool. That is awesome. Well, very cool. Well, how did you two, um, just from being in the scene and whatnot, you guys, uh, you know, I mean, because you kind of, you come across people and whatnot. Is that how you guys kind of hooked up? Pretty much. I think, yeah, I met, I remember we, you met, you came when I was DJing down at, uh, at, at The View in Torrance, and you, you had DJ, I think, the night before, right? And then, Stevie yeah. had told you about about the, about me, and you were like, oh, okay, I'll come back the next night, and then that's when we met. And then ever since then, like, you've been booking me, and and, uh, and then you also came and did some of the Club Maverick trick streams with me. So you've just had this, like, good camaraderie going on, Revenge, and now, you know, we get to have you on our podcast now. So this is a very special uh, experience because we've been, like, growing a lot together with what a lot of the things that we're, that we're, that we're doing collectively yeah we share we share very similar paths and we're just heading down the same way which is great that we connected you know and i forgot that stevie uh we met the stevie at the, the view that's that's a really good memory because like i remember that first kind of opened up and we we're just kind of sitting there and you know we're just kind of talking about DJing, and then slowly getting to know like oh you know this person oh you know that person oh and then like you know it's cool everything kind of just connected you know that's awesome yeah and then, uh, yeah that's- yeah but yeah, we that is so cool. We're, we're really connected with a lot of the crew. So like before, you know, this weekend is is Lavenge's first desert party that is his own. But like prior to that, he's been at at a at a tent that was at the event. So it would be his own tent. But now he's kind of like he put he pulled everything together this this weekend, this coming weekend. Wow, DJ Lavenge, how much? I mean. I can only imagine uh, what a Herculean effort. I mean, it's got to be like you put you're putting the whole thing on. You know, you're the guy. <laughs> Everybody's talking to you, <laughs> texting you. Um, how is that? Uh, I mean, is it super stressful or is it okay? It's it, it's a little bit of everything. So a little euphoria, a little stressful, a little terrifying, a little exciting. You know, a little bit of everything. But um. You know, it's not just me. It's like I, I built together a really good team, and um, everyone that I'm working with right now, they're just very hardworking, trusted people. Everyone has, a, has the same image that I have, like the same vision. Um, you know, it's just a really good, like, family playing together right now. Um, throughout the year, I've been meeting a lot, tons of people, and, like, you know, I've been keeping to myself for almost a year now, not really, like, allowing myself to work with certain, you know, allow myself, not, not allowing myself to work with certain people, but, like, choosing wisely, you know, and then now I know who people are and I know who I want to work with and I built up the team so we're like, we're able to put on this show together, you know, and, you know, I can't, I can't say it's my show because it's not. It's all these people coming together to, to really put That's on right. this event. 
yeah, it's, it's really a community thing, you know. Like, we reached out to certain collectives who um, we're all doing the same thing, basically. They're all throwing shows in L.A. They're all been in the underground, and they've all been working hard to create something, you know, something that they can hold on for the next few years and, you know, create a culture. And that's what, that's what we are right now, we're culture, we're culture curators. And that's, that's, the, that's the mission right now, creating a scene where, like, the underground and the mainstream can thrive together, you know. That's awesome. That is awesome. I predict you're, you're, it it sounds so cool and so, you know, just awesome that um, you're going to start getting a lot of, you know, exactly what happened with the Burning Man scene, I remember. You know, I remember when Burning Man was very, um, you know, it it was full of a bunch of art weirdos, you know, and people that dug really cool music. That's when I was doing that scene and whatnot. And then it, that, that, Word spread, and all of a sudden you had corporate people flying in on helicopters, and and it was just very <laughs> different, you know. Yeah. And um, yeah. I, I, and you know, and the, and the, the cool kids moved on to something else. You know, it sounds like they're doing the desert parties now, to be honest. Um, yeah. Which is probably well, the you know, you know, you wanna, um, yeah. You want to know where the desert parties are, Jamie? Is they are in Lancaster, which of course, if anybody knows Lancaster, really, like, no, it, it's. It's it's not like a desirable place to go. Mm-hmm. However, however, it's they have these huge lots of land that are just you know literally I got okay first of all I got stuck in revenge had to help me get out because it was after I did a show one night and it was in your tent I think wasn't it Manny but um. But anyway, so 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 we're you know these the sand is really like soft and almost can be like it's easy to get stuck in that sand out there. It's not like super like dry and, and as, as much as it's like a lot of loose sand on top. So when it gets windy, it gets hectic with the right. sand and stuff. But but yeah, for like Lancaster, most people if you would say that that name. <laughs> In, in any other context, would be like, uh, why would you go there? Right. <laughs> well, you know what it reminds it, me of from what you're describing mm-hmm. is it. And DJ Miss Monday, you you and I both um, circled that scene way back in the day. How many fields did we go to, um, or or warehouses in in you know just the the bowels of Detroit? Um, yeah. You know, with the rave scene and whatnot. I mean, I, I remember going in, you know, it's very, everybody thinks that the club scene is always laser beams and, and you know, $50,000 light shows and stuff. And that does, that's a very cool scene. I mean, don't get me wrong, I had a lot of fun mm-hmm. with that. But I'll tell you, when we yeah. were cutting our teeth, man, I, you know, they would, I went to one that was in a bank once, an abandoned bank in Detroit. And, and you know, it had, they might have had a strobe light. Well, you know, it's oh, over. Yeah. Like Richie Houghton, I, I, I don't know if you ever went to any of the Plastic Man parties, but so Richie Houghton threw a party in oh, Canada yeah. because he was he got he got banned from from going to uh, the U.S. <laughs> like in the '90s, so he could he, he had to in all of his raids in in Canada instead of Detroit. So first of all, half half the people that were trying to cross the border to go to his party didn't make it because they all were raved out 
piercings everywhere, got dr- busted with drugs and bordering. <laughs> their pupils were <laughs> their entire so eye. So they look like a German shepherd. That eliminated, right, exactly. Like that eliminated half of the people that were trying to make it to the rave. And then, so, so he had a rave in a cornfield, and I'm not even lying. It was right next to, like, in the middle of this spot that was, like, right in the middle of a cornfield. And so you had to, you got across the border, you know, like, I'm, I'm like the white girl that like, you know, still looks like I could be funky, but I'm like, I, I can pass the border, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and, um, and so the, uh, especially coming out of Detroit, you know, so we're in Canada and in this middle of nowhere, and you got to go to a map point. Cause this was like back in the day when you had to go. So there was two map points to get to this raid, right? And so you get to the first right. one, and you're out dri- driving in the boondocks. I mean, like the middle of nowhere in Canada, you know. And um, and so we like people got so so then another third of the people got lost. <laughs> they couldn't even find the second map. <laughs> and they're still out there today. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then after you get to the second map point, you still got to still drive and figure out how to get to the actual final destination. When you get there, there's like, you know, there's like a couple hundred people there that actually made it. They're all from Canada and, and like the probably handful of Detroiters that actually <laughs> found it. Like maybe, it, well, no, there's probably like three or 400 people there, but it was, it was just awesome though. Like a, a freaking party in a cornfield. And there was a plastic well, it sounds like, like you're... techno, Jeff Mills. Yeah. It sounds like your 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 desert parties kind of have that same um, kind of spirit to it, you know, and and that totally. to me is it seems very cool, you know. I miss those days. I'm telling you, I said it. I've sat in a lot of clubs over the years um, with the expensive light systems, and you know, and sitting there sucking my cheeks in, um, you know, with bottle <laughs> service and being cool. That's okay. It, it's a lot different when you're single too, and, and you're out wolfing around. Um, but you know, I didn't have as much fun at those places as I did in some of those cornfields, you know. Uh, but that's just yeah. me, you know. I'm an old man now, but that's cool. Yeah. And it's you know everybody likes to cut loose. Let me ask you this: now here you guys are, you're having these parties. California has opened up. I mean, I imagine people are like. Well, really wanting to let loose. I know some people were going to parties um, that weren't supposed to be happening, we'll say. Um, or, or maybe, you know, I don't know how you want to put that. But, but I know some people were going out, but not the majority, you know. And now it's opened mm-hmm. up. Do you guys expect, like, a lot of people to show up to this? Well, I don't think it'll be any different because everybody who was going to the brave, I mean, the desert parties over the last year are still going to the, I mean, they never stopped going out. Like, yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, you know, go ahead. Go ahead, DJ Lynch. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, There's also a lot more people now that since everything's opened up, like a lot of people are coming out of their caves and they're like, oh, it's time to go party now. Because like, for the past year, they've they've trained themselves to not go out, to not even focus on anything except like what they're doing at home and their jobs or whatever they got going on. But now that everything's opened up, especially like in California, people are like, California is a very party state. I'm gonna say that. Like a lot of people like going out. They like going to bars. Oh like, yeah. The whole like thing. And now that they're going out, like a lot of my personal friends who like were very wary of like parties and people are now like 
hey, where's the party at? Oh, hey, you're doing this. Oh, what's this? You know, they're very interested. They're all like, oh, what? wow. You know, like, you, so like now it can come out. Like they, now that the, the state allowed them to come out, they're going to come out. So we're going to get a wave of people, of new faces who are like, yeah, let's go experience this, you know, because now we can. Right. That's right. Or do. But there's also a lot more going on now that things are moving back up, too. So people have more options. So it's kind of like, you know, it's going to get distributed probably similarly, you know? Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Last time we were on, Miss Monday, we were talking about Vegas, and that's one of the things that happens in Vegas. Um, you know, I've, I've had friends that have thrown events and whatnot in the Vegas scene, and the problem, and that's cool yeah. and everything, that's great. But the problem is, is you have 300 things happening, you know, other things happening the same night that are all fantastic and fabulous and, and you know, out of sight as well. So you have to compete against that. And, um, you know, it's, uh, if, you, if you're charging 50 bucks a head to get in, you better have a, a party waiting. <laughs> you know, I mean, there better be something going mm-hmm. on. All I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, well, that's cool, man. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www dot j-a-m-i-e-r-o-x-x dot u-s My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com as well as online, on Instagram, and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. 
Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Hey there, my name is Paige Beatty, and I am the founder of Hats On and Hats Off, which are two separate companies but aligned by the same philosophy of raising cancer awareness and forming smiles. Hats On is a for-profit corporation that sells cancer-specific hats to be proudly worn by you in hopes of raising awareness. A percentage of the proceeds will be donated to Hats Off, which is a non-profit corporation, raising money to buy wigs for cancer patients who can't afford them. That's where we're forming smiles. I believe cancer has touched almost everyone's lives in one way or another. A friend, a family member, a friend of a friend. So please, visit our website, www.hatsonhatsoff.com to learn how you can help raise awareness and form smiles. Rockscare, the online web shop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings. From La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Now, we have a link up on our show page um, to get the tickets, right, for um, the Jupiter Horizon uh, Music Festival? Yeah, I sent you a link. Mm-hmm. Nice. 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 So people can click on that, um, and we'll be posting it on all of our social media as well. And also, oh, uh, for those, uh, definitely check, check out uh, DJ. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Real quick. Um, today we just released um, – so we have a limited one to go. We're selling uh, three-day passes for 60 bucks because uh, it's from Friday to Sunday, and we just have general admission for $60 and uh, $100 VIP because we have VIP tents now. But um, today mm. we just made a special announcement that we're doing single-day passes. So if someone wants to just come for Saturday night, it's only 40 bucks to get in. So, like, now's the time. And there's only about, like, 100 of them available. So now's the time to grab that ticket. So if you want to get a single-day pass, now's that time. We just released them. Oh, awesome. Nice. Awesome. How cool is that? $100 VIP ticket? That is too cheap, DJ LaVenge. Oh, my gosh, man. Are you kidding me? I'd be well, buying those up just to have them. Oh, we, my we gosh. Do just, we, we do got to compete with, like, everybody else, you know, since now that everything, everything's open. We gotta, I know. We got to give you a price. Yeah. We got we, we to gotta put, put down the price as well, you know. We have, like... We do care. We do have somewhat of an open bar in these VIPs, so you can go in there and get a couple of free drinks. Um, the main thing about the VIPs is they're, they're open, they're open, they're open decks, so that means DJs, like any DJ that's performing at the festival, can go in those tents and just hop on the decks and go back to back with whoever they want and just have fun. So it's an experience that that's people cool. are not going to get anywhere else because you're going to see all these DJs go back to back from different collectives and like different styles of meshing that you're not going to see at all. Or maybe never. That see, is you know? fantastic. That is fantastic. And the price, if you're in the area, ladies and gentlemen, if you are in the area, the SoCal area, man, you got to jump on that. I'm telling I am telling you, DJ Miss Monday will tell you, me and her have partied before. We have gone out and this and that. What she didn't, what she wasn't around for is the following morning when I'm trying to uh, do quick accounting with ATM receipts and one and everything going, how am I going to pay the rent? Uh, you know, what's 
did I buy the club around last night? How did I go through this much money? Um, I have dropped some money at clubs, but that's a good deal. That is a good and a one day one day thing for forty bucks. That's pretty good too, because I'll tell you the reality. People and anybody turning their nose up haven't been out because I'll tell you, forty bucks is what three drinks at a normal place. You're I mean, with kids. It's that. Oh, maybe this two, is an experience. You know? Oh, yeah. It's an experience. And it's, 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 way better. It, it's 40 well, bucks. You get three stages. You get all kinds of stuff, you know. It's really cool. Like a desert environment. You can bring your own drinks as well, so long as, you know, like you're, what? you know, you're smart about it. We do have, like, trash pickup there. So we have trash cans. We have security. We have everything. Um, more about That's the awesome. experience, you know. Like, no, very very musical experience, and we have three big stages. So like, you get you get the whole vibe, you get the whole festival vibe. Then Mike Mike Ten brings you the whole club vibe. So you're not really missing out on anything other than like maybe the one headliner you're gonna go pay sixty bucks for at a club and spend the rest of your money at the bar. You know? Awesome, awesome. I will tell any of the young bucks out there if you're taking a date. And I, I learned this lesson. There used to be a club that uh, DJ Miss Monday and I used to kind of hang out in San Diego on top of top of the uh, W there, the Beach Lounge, and that was kind of my yeah. little little hangout there for a while. This is back in the you know the day, ten fifteen years ago. Um, but man, I picked up a girl one time to go you know to take her out, and it wasn't Miss Monday because Miss Monday's smart. Um, a lot of the girls I was dating <laughs> at the time weren't so much so, but. They all look good, but <laughs> don't have them wear their $400 Jimmy Choo's in a sand environment. Um, that'll just piss the girl <laughs> off when she realizes what's going on. Yeah, so. yeah definitely don't, don't wear anything you care about. <laughs> That's so, so, Every girl so in California has a pair of flip-flops. Have her wear them. Exactly. But, Revenge, I wanted to have you um, talk about who else you have that's participating in the event this weekend, too. And how did you, how do you select who you're going to be bringing in to your events and, you know, participating in the festival and everything? I mean, they're mainly people that we've worked with in the past. So, um, I do have uh, Pink Panther. She's great. Um, And she's been a partner of mine. Not a partner, but, like, we've been... uh, working together on events for the past like maybe half a year now um ever since i met her we've just had really good vibes and um she's really smart she knows how to promote she knows how to hold together her own stage and um you know she's she's really coming up in the scene throwing her own events she took over the club that i used to throw at the view lounge in torrance and she like packed it out she's an amazing producer nice um other people such as like concrete jungle they're all about the underground graffiti german bass music just bass music in general um, Luminous Vibes has been coming up. They're another stage. They combine, like, they do more of like, the hard summer kind of feel where it's, like, a lot of, like, different forms of music. So you get, like, the hip-hop, you get the, the trap, you get the dubstep, the house music all together on one stage. And they have a really good stage presence. So, like, all the artists are just great. Um, they really focus on the crowd, and they really love what they do. So, like, you really feel it there. The energy is right. Um, there's other collectives that we want to work with, but uh, we put – we kind of put this, this festival together within a month, so it was hard getting the bigger cats involved because you know, they need more time to prep, prepare, basically. Cause they, all of our stages, we throw down maybe, let's say, 3 to 5K. That, that, that's how much it takes for us to you know do what we got to do. But we have mm-hmm. other collectors too that we put that drop anywhere from 10 to 15K because they bring you that 
huge festival experience. And um, we have a plan. So we have a, a three-phase plan where this is the first phase, first phase where we're going to uh, see what we can do, how many, how many people we can pull, you know, like just uh, what we can create. And then the next phase is getting the bigger cats involved and then creating that big presence. And then the fourth stage, I mean the third stage, is that's going to get us to, you know, get in our LLC, then we can rent out stadiums and, like, do, you know, do what the bigger guys are doing, but not in competition. You want to be a collective that's able to cooperate and then work with other people. Because I, I see myself in the future not going against Insomniacs, but working with them. Because I want Insomniacs to be like, hey, we want you guys to be at EDC or, hey, let's work together and do this event together in Texas or wherever, you know. Like, I want to go collaborate with all these other production companies I've always looked up to and then just make big parties that are fun and it's a really conscious experience. You know, conscious but fun, you know. That's, That's a great awesome. goal. Yeah, absolutely. I can see it happening, too. I can see it happening. You know, and the thing is, that's what a lot of people don't realize. When I was a kid, when I was younger and, you know, started going clubbing and whatnot, I knew so many people. Everybody would go to a club, and it was kind of like with the rock scene, like the music scene. Everybody would go to a concert, and then everybody wanted to be a guitarist. Um, but you'd go to a, a club or a party somebody was throwing, and you're like, ah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be a – I'm going to throw parties. You know, and, and that's what I'm going to do. And they had no idea of all the, uh, number one, the cash outlay and all the work, just plain work, you know. I mean, it, it's kind of a thankless job, um, and it it's essential, you know. The party doesn't happen. Nothing happens unless somebody organizes that, you know. Um, exactly. It, yeah, it's involved, man. It is definitely involved. Well, the cool thing about me is that, like, I've been doing parties for a while now, so I, I get the logistics of how parties work, but I'm not just a DJ. Like, I'm a, I'm a DJ. I'm a music producer. Uh, I produce events. I've helped produce a lot of shows in my past, so, like, I understand a lot of how shows get put together and how they can hold themselves and be sustainable. So, at, right now, it's, like, what I've been doing is building a team that we're able, like, each of our strengths um, are able to like come together and put this together and then we also work off each other's weaknesses so like someone may be weak at that so then I'll be able to support that end and then that person can support my weekend so we all kind of balance each other out so smart so smart so smart I gotta tell you DJ LaVinch that is brilliant and it's not the easiest thing in the world to do I myself you know, not in the club scene um, I, I'm a painter by trade and, and you know in the art scene and whatnot. And that was something that took me a long time to learn because, you know, especially when your name's on the door, you know, you, you yeah. want to just oversee everything and you don't trust people. You're like, oh, no, this has to be this way and blah, blah. And, and what you wind yeah. up doing is, is doing a half-assed job and pissing a lot of people off. That's the reality, you know, <laughs> if you're trying to do all this shit yourself. Um, that exactly. is brilliant. And I definitely think you're going to hit your goal because you figured that out. You're ahead of the curve, man. That's cool. I mean, you're you're right. It's very hard for me. For me, I've been through a lot of my life, so I'm a very closed off person. And the last year, I've been learning to pretty much be more open with myself and just give myself a little more, a little more, a little more pat on the back, you know. Like, cause I've been I'm very hard on myself too, and I I put myself down a lot because I feel like I could do always do better. We all can, you know. But like, I feel like now's the time to where I can. Like, it, it took me a lot just to say, like, my, I have a new business partner for Jupiter, so I work with this guy named Chris. Um, he's a photographer, media guy. He has, uh, 
he, he does lots of startup businesses as well. So, like, it took me a lot to kind of, like, nice. allow him to get on the reins in Jupiter, you know, because Jupiter I started from the, from the ground up, and I've been working it for a while now. But in order for me to progress into the future, I need a team. I need to work with people who allow me to learn what I don't know and help me progress, you know, in the business aspect of the job. Because there is a lot of people I don't know, and I've been learning a lot through Chris, and it's, it's been amazing. And the hardest part was just letting him in in the first place, because that's, that's the hardest thing, is letting people in, you know, giving them, giving them the security that, you know, you have known that you can do it yourself. But at the same time, like, I can't do everything myself. So it's just, you know, it, it was a big leap. But it worked out, and we're going to keep going. You know, keep going forward. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, you know, I explain it to people this way. You know, if 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 you're playing football, you may be the best quarterback in the world, and you may be able to move that ball down the field. But boy, is it a lot easier when you've got a team around you, the right team. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah. you're all working together, and you achieve stuff. You know, you achieve. You know, I definitely think. And the thing is, it's big outfits like you're talking about, the EDC and whatnot. Those are awesome. And one of the things they look at, one of the first things they're going to look at in, any, in bringing anybody in is track record. What have you done? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the big mm-hmm. thing. And it's real, it's real nice when you go, oh, here's what we and then, Oh, welcome to the party. <laughs> Come on in. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yep. Well, well, it doesn't hurt hurt that he's an amazing DJ, too. I mean, like, that also gives Mm -hmm. him him credentials, you know, and people respect him because not only is he, he, you know, he knows both sides of the operation. Right, right. And that's so important. Because how many times have you guys, as DJs, gone into a scene Gone into a part. Well, you maybe not. Maybe because you you just recognize it off the bat with somebody who doesn't know what the hell they're doing, and um, you're like, you know, oh man, what did I get myself into? But because um, that happens a lot, I've been to those parties, you know, where it's like, oh, this this needs help. <laughs> you know? that, that happens, they they that definitely need a, a soft open. I used to be in a relationship uh, before this uh, COVID thing happened. And, like, I, you know, my, my ex used to be like, oh, yeah, I want to go out and do all these kind of things, you know. And, like, she'll take me out to all these parties. And I'm like, either the the venue's amazing and the DJ sucks or the venue sucks and the DJ's amazing. And it's like very few times right. I get that balance where it's a great DJ and a great venue and this whole vibe is correct. Absolutely. Yeah, it's Man, it's so cool when it's clicking. It is so cool when it's clicking. Um, and it's, it's, man, you guys are making it happen. That's very, very cool. Uh, I know before we mentioned on our uh, our show page and all of our social media, we definitely have a link to the Event Broad, uh, or Event Bright, excuse me, um, Jupiter Horizon, uh, where you can get your tickets and everything. We also have links up to uh, all of the social media, uh, DJ Lavenge has um, up, and he's got a cool link tree as well, so you can get to, click on that, man, you can get to everything, and uh, Miss Monday, all of her, uh, you know, SoundCloud and Instagram and everything. Um, she's not a Facebook fan, ladies and gentlemen, and there's nothing wrong with that. I am uh, real close to joining her around? in that opinion. <laughs> I'm, I'm about ready to jump ship, I gotta tell you. So, you know, but, um, speaking of all of this stuff, so, Levesque, um, what do you, so you're going to be doing some regular nights, and you're also going to be doing one-offs. What are the 
what's the plan? What's like, what's, what is, what is the upcoming month looking like for you? And beyond. Um, man, I'm honestly just waiting for June to be over at this point. I'm, so, I'm like, I'm deep. We've been doing stuff every week. Um, the end of this month, oh. we have the, we're doing the Queensberry on Tuesdays now. Um, that's really looking good. Um, we're doing our first Queensberry event this Tuesday. Uh, we have the Lexington on lock, so every Monday and uh, Tuesday, oh no, so bi-weekly Mondays, we have hip-hop, reggaeton, and live performances on Mondays. So we book a lot of, like, live performers, um, hip-hop, R&B, trap, reggaeton artists, Spanish artists, and we give artists who have been at home for the past year and years, you know, have not been able to come out, a chance to go on stage and perform live. So we're doing that way different aesthetic, you know, instead of doing the whole EDM house scene, we're doing hip-hop reggaeton, um, Tuesday late nights, we're doing the EDM bass heavy scene, um, we have a new venue opening up next month, uh, we're going to take over Club Bahia in Silver Lake, that's going to be, uh, two stages, indoor, outdoor, outdoor during the day, we do live performances, and then, uh, going in towards the night, we're going to do more like the EDM scene, the house music, all that, so, um, the goal just for the next month is just curating all the music scenes and all like the locations we get and then putting together the right lineups, the right people there. Um, I'm flying out myself to Dominican Republic. So July, I believe July 15th to the 17th, I'll be in the Dominican Republic representing Jupiter. Um, the company before me that was throwing the desert events, social desert, they are doing uh, stadiums now. So they're going topside doing uh, pretty much legal parties. Uh, renting out stadium, and now they're going international. So we're going to go take over the international scene. Um, as of July, I'll be an international DJ. That'll be pretty fun. Um, beyond nice. that, it's just like keeping the ball rolling, you know, just keep looking different venues, keep Jupiter intriguing and different, you know. Like, that's the main thing. We want to keep everything different. And so people, when people see Jupiter, they're like, oh, we know. We know and don't know what we're going to get there because at the same time, like, we give you we have a certain vibe, which is just different than the rest because like our DJs are all very unique and play whatever they want, and it's also fun because you also don't don't know what you're gonna get, but you always know that you're gonna get something good. That's awesome. Well, said. that is so cool. So, so wait a second. Are you gonna have a are you gonna have a booth? I mean, a stage at the at the uh, Social Desert in the Dominican. So, um, or is it DJs? Are, are you just going so to perform? I think I'm going to go perform and just represent Jupiter, um, the brand itself. I'm, I'm not bringing out – I'm not. It's, it's also because tickets are kind of pricey, so a lot of my DJs can't make it out there. Um, so building my own stage there, it's not going to happen until probably the next one. This first one's kind of an experiment for me to see how well we do out there. Sure. If we do really well, then we'll get the whole team up there and do a whole Jupiter takeover, which would be really fun. All right. If we do the whole, like, yeah, if we can do the whole vibe we did in the desert in the Dominican – that would be insane. Like, just 300 people, 400 people packed on the stage, like, going crazy, having fun. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Get the show on the road, homies. <laughs> yeah. So, for, for the first one, we're going to go out there, just showcase our talent, bring you the whole, like, underground LA slash mainstream kind of feel. And then um, from there on, just, you know, keep doing our thing. But um, we're really going to come in heavy to the Dominican Republic and just showcase what our music and what we are about. And then, so we're gonna make it a party. We're gonna bring the we're gonna bring the vibe. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. Very very cool. Well, it sounds like you got a lot going on, man. A lot happening. I'm excited. I, I can't wait to see 
you know, all this stuff. It's very, very cool. Oh, yeah, man. It's going to be fun. In August, um, actually, we're doing, um, so I spoke about Social Desert. Um, now that they're topside, they're doing, um, like, mainstream events. They're going to book out stadiums and everything. Um, Jupiter, the brand itself, not our stage, but our brands, and they represent on their stage. So uh, Jason's going to have this open format stage, and then um, he's booking me and a couple of my DJs to go on there and just do a giant stadium, like EDC, like a mock EDC version of, you know, what we've done basically so take it to that level and it's gonna be really interesting you know going to going to the mainstream being on stage and like looking like we're at EDC but we're not you know it's gonna be pretty funny but cool at the same time no yeah you bring that underground vibe to it so the event in the Dominican is gonna be like at a stadium no that's gonna be in August so in August um social desert festival it's gonna have their first festival in Los Angeles, not Los Angeles, but um, I think it's Fontana, I believe. Um, I, f- I forgot exactly where the location's at, but uh, Social Desert booked the big stadium out, and they're, th- they're throwing an actual, like, giant concert slash, like a, le- like a legal concert, like, music festival, so it's going to be pretty cool. Um, like a small EDC, basically. Um, that's going to be in August. July, Social Desert International, and that's when we fall out to Dominican and then do our own little takeover. So for the Dominican, okay. we're using that at a resort in Samana. It's a resort slash beach slash boat party. Um, I'm going to try to do that like all three locations. Hopefully I can do that. That'll be fun. But, um, yeah, it's going to be like a resort on the beach. And then um, we're really trying to get the DJs to DJ on the beach and get the stage out there. If we can't, then it'll just be at the resort and then on the boat. So, But that's going to be a whole, like, I don't even call that work. That's kind of like just vacation at that point. So that's going to be its own little thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. You know, you that know, is awesome. When you love what you do, yeah, when you love what you do, you know that you don't work a day in your life, do you? <laughs> um, no, I man. I'm... Radio Shack. I'm tired of working. <laughs> I'm tired of working. I've <laughs> so much work. Oh, man. So well, the stadium you know, the... thing in August, so that's, that sounds pretty interesting. Like, uh, So, Jason, Jason's going to be the one behind the, the, the August event? Yeah, that's going to be the you're gonna one have in, a... uh, in California. That's going to be the Social Desert Festival at a stadium. It's going to be huge. So we have, like, I think he has about three or four stages. Um, obviously, he has the Social mm-hmm. Desert main stage. It's going to be inside the stadium. It's going to be, like, a, just a giant kind of, like I said, like a mock EDC, like a smaller version of EDC. Are you going to have a stage there or just DJ? I'm just going to DJ. Um, I... I... I prefer for that one that I just DJ so I can enjoy the festival itself rather than me kind of putting Jupiter out there, having to work. I wonder, like, I, rather than working the first festival he does, I want to go enjoy it as a DJ. And after that, once I understand more of the logistics and everything, then I'll bring my stage out. Sure. But for now, learning, learning about it, because that's, that's going to be our first yeah. like, legitimate like festival in California now that it's open and there's a booked venue and it's going to be like, I think 3,000 capacity, so it's going to be a lot of people, a lot of things that he's going to have to do, which I don't have to do. So I'm going to just focus on, like, you know, DJing and then my team that I'm bringing on. And then once all the logistics have worked out and, you know, I can understand what they're doing, then I'll bring my stage out there and then do it the way, you know, that works for me. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. That is awesome. That is awesome and smart. And and it gives you a chance to check everything out. You know what I mean? Because you can um, 
you know, it's always fun to walk around the festival and whatnot, but it's also, I, I seem to think that you're that type of person when you go to these things, you're, you're like the Terminator, you know, you're looking at all the things, you know? <laughs> Exactly. That's, that's, that's literally me. Every time I go out, every time I go out, my friends get mad at me because they're, they're like, you're always at parties, but you're never partying. So I'm not there doing drugs, getting drunk, you know, going crazy. I'm right. there analyzing, I'm analyzing the production, the sound, the equipment, the, the music, you know, just analyzing. It's, for me, it's like school. I'm like at school and I'm like learning what I love, you know, like, I mean, loving what I learned. Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, wow. This is how you do it, you know, like, this is how you can do it better, or this this is how you do it right, you know, like, it's, it's so interesting. I like how the, I, I really love production, and I love being a producer and, like, putting things together. So, for me, it's like, I like going to parties and seeing how they're put together and then sustainable, you know? Right, right. Well, that's the way to do it. Are you, are you doing any music production, Manny? So, I have a lot of music that I've actually worked on and produced. Um, my biggest issue, which is I feel like 80% of producers have the same issue, is just finishing it. So it pretty much mm-hmm. like every producer, the hardest person is themselves. So for me, it's like I'm very strict with myself, and I don't want to release stuff I'm not happy with. But a lot of my friends are like, dude, your music's great. Just release it. So it's kind of me just getting past my little wall, my little barrier, and just saying, okay, screw it. Just release it, and then whatever happens, happens. So I have a lot of music in the pipeline right now that's pretty much done. I'm going to start releasing I have one song that's going to come out in the next two weeks, or three weeks, actually, because I have to talk to the artists and figure out if they want a music video or not. But um, I produce a lot of music. I do, like, lots of, like, underground hip-hop, uh, lo-fi. I do, I'm starting to make house nice. music now. So I have different genres. Right now I'm working with this girl named Raquel. We're doing a, we're doing my first reggaeton song, so that's pretty interesting. Uh, she's an amazing artist. Her name is Raquel, uh, Rocky Raquel on Instagram. Um, amazing vocals. She's like the, like the Hispanic Amy Winehouse. I don't know how else to explain it, but she has great Ooh, vocals. nice. Yeah, so I'm, I'm producing my first reggaeton track with her, and then I have other artists I'm working with that um, I'm pretty much giving them beats, and then we're finalizing the mix, and we're going to get it mastered, and then finally released. So I think by the end of summer, I should have a few songs already put out. So what are you putting nice. them out on? Are you, are, you releasing a, are you putting it out on the label? Or are, is it, do you have your own label? Do you have something like, what's your, like, are you just releasing it independent? So that, that's what I'm trying to figure out right now, honestly. Um, I think I might do it as independent and then save the label stuff for later. Because right now my focus is just releasing music. Um, I Everyone's just telling me you just got to release stuff right now. Because, like, I, yeah, yeah, I'm a good DJ. Yeah, I'm a big following. But the one thing I'm missing is just my own music. So I think right now it's just getting music out there, getting people to invest into, like, okay, cool, yeah, music. Maybe invest now into you fully. Um and then the label thing, I want Jupiter. I want to, I want to create a label out of Jupiter as well, so call it like Jupiter Talent uh, or something that's interesting. And then we have a lot of artists that we work with and then uh, we manage. So if they stop producing music or the music that they've been producing, they want to release it, we can actually release it under our own label. Um, that's, a whole, sure. like, another talk. that's a whole different talk. Um, like part of me is a gear for that. He's, he's the one that's logistics for the business side of that. So I'm learning all that through him right now. Nice, nice. That is involved. A lot of people don't realize. <laughs> it is involved. It's, it's, um, huge. it's huge. Distribution, publishing, all that is a huge deal. Um, another reason why I haven't released music because I'm just like, I have to figure out, like, who am I going to get it distributed by? Um, I got to, like, figure out, like, where, you know, just put all the logistics of it, you know, figuring out how to do it right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's just like anything, you know, 
you want it to be right because it's hard to make a second first impression, you know, and, and yeah. um, it yeah. it has to be good out of the gate. Um, it's just, a, you for, know, it's just how it me, goes. And for me, I really want, like, if I do it, I'm going to create, like, a big marketing campaign and make, make it, like, a big deal. I don't want to just, like, release a song and be like, hey, this is my song, you know? Like, no, it needs to be, like, Right. Marketing campaign, you know, put it on TikTok, have people promoted, make shirts, you know, like make it fun. So it's like get it, get. It. I want my music to be immersive as well, you know. We're like, like oh, sure. first you like, like, you know, first you do like to share my song three times, get a free shirt or something, you know. So it's like, I want to create like big marketing campaigns and make it really fun. I don't want to just be like, yeah, here's a song, listen to it, you know. Like no, it needs to be like, give them, give them more, you know, than just a song, you know. Right, right. What? Well, this way to go. It's the smart way to do it. That is awesome. Get some well, very music cool, videos man. out with it too. <laughs> yeah, well, you can do some full production. You know, I honestly like it's it's beautiful. You know, this whole scene, not just the underground, but like family. Like no matter what, even even during COVID and like you know times were rough, people still support it because they understand. You know, people at the end of the day like. You need to like chase your dreams. You need to work hard, and at the end of the day, you still need to eat. So as a DJ, like I still need to go find gigs and get myself paid, you know, because after, during COVID, no one's hiring. Right, right. No, I hear you, man. I hear you. Well, it'll, it'll this will all turn around. This will all turn around, and things. It might be there might be a few. I predict. Not that I'm any expert or anything, but I've, I've seen a few things. Um, I think there'll be some wrinkles with the reopening and everything a little bit here and there, but I think they'll be straightened out pretty quick, you know, because people, people miss it. I mean, I'm not throwing shade at live streams, but man, I'm, I want to go to a party. I'm tired of watching live streams, you know? Yeah. (laughs) The good thing right now is we built up our regulars. So we have anywhere from 50 to like a hundred people who come out normally to our shows on a regular basis. So we've built up a pretty good following of just regular people. Um, now our next step is to build up another type of regulars who are the people who are just coming out of the whole like COVID thing. Yeah. And now we have our underground sure. regulars. Now the next step is building the regulars who are, you know, the new the the new faces and all the new jacks are coming out. Right. 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 Yeah. Fantastic. That's not gonna be hard for us really because we have a really big network of DJs who are connected with a lot of people. They have big followings. Um, we're booking venues in LA, which is our home base right now, that people can come out to. And, um, you know, they end at 2, 2 a.m., so no more hours. People can uh, still go to work the next day and, like, not be stressed about all that, you know? Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I do know. <laughs> very, very cool. Well, do we have any final thoughts, folks, that we want to get out before we uh... – my my timer's blinking at me here. Um, not uh, only just follow follow me this Monday on Instagram. Um, buy tickets to all our shows. Show support, you know. <laughs> support That's us. right. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, so important. And, and that's, that's the biggest thing as like an artist, you know, having people come out support you and really invest into you, and um. Right. You know, like, I'm coming out with, like, new merch. I have shirts, T-shirts, um, like, you know, like, sweatpants, all kinds of stuff coming out. So it's not just, like, music, but we have, like, clothing as well. We have all kinds of stuff that we're working on. So just support us, and then we'll bless you with all kinds of cool new stuff. 
That's awesome. That is awesome. It's not just music, folks. It's a lifestyle. I like it. Yeah. I like it. The whole lifestyle. That's awesome. That's well, very cool. We'll break away, you guys. Uh, the big show. The big show. <laughs> Lots going on. You know? It's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. I'm so happy to see it. It's been too long, you know? It's been too long. Yeah, lots yeah, to look forward to. You awesome. know, people here in L.A., people in L.A. have, like, it's like going back out like nobody even missed a beat. <laughs> they're, like, straight oh, yeah. back in and they're just like, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, things are, things are uh, popping over here now. <laughs> no, that's fantastic. That is awesome. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www dot J-A-M-I-E-R-O-X-X dot U-S. This is a message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Older adults and people of any age who have serious underlying medical conditions are at higher risk for severe illness from COVID-19. If you are at higher risk, you should stay home as much as possible and avoid close contact with people who are sick to protect yourself. Call your doctor if you have concerns about COVID-19 and your medical condition, or if you get sick. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store. It's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, Fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out. 
uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool. Um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com. M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A-L-B-I-O-N.com. MichelleAlbion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. Well, very cool. Well, we're at the point now um, in the show, ladies and gentlemen, uh, hour two coming up. Uh, Miss Monday, tell us a little bit about our set tonight that we're going to be playing. Oh, yeah. Actually, Manny loves the set. Lavenge. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell him when you text me about it, Manny. <laughs> but I, I sent it over to him. <laughs> I, I sent it over to him. And- and this is a, a spring mix. I just put out a, a new mix uh, last this this past week. This is the one that I released for this for spring, and um, we haven't played it on the show yet. So um, it's just my Monday motivation spring 2021 mix, and it's all about upbeat, good vibes, getting you know, getting the energy going, and getting everybody back up. Uh, getting everybody back up into everything, you know, getting back into the scene, getting back into going out, getting back into like the swing of things and, and keeping the energy alive. Yep. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. And for those listening, um, you can listen to this mix anytime you would like on, you know, wherever you listen, uh, any of our podcasts we do, we're on everything now. Wherever you listen to podcasts, well, we're there, Spotify, Pandora, any of that, um, you know, it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, Well, here it is. Here's this month's mix. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you, too, Jamie. And you, too, LaVange. Good night, guys. You're all beautiful. Thank you.
over my body. This bit is all 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 over my body.
I said, hey, baby, I got your money. 